Welcome to this week's episode of Beauty Babble. Today we're talking about how to pre-plan your marketing strategies around the holidays. Ooh. Hi, Suzanne. Hey, Doreen. That's a great topic. It is. And it's really important. I know you did this a lot in your spa. So just to kick it off, let us know why it's important to pre-plan your marketing strategies. Well, I personally, on my note, why I did it was organization and trying to live my life with all the hats I wore. <laughs> that just be straight up. As, as a communications strategist myself, it's more effective you will actually reach your goals and reach your goals better mm -hmm. <laughs> if you pre-plan because then you're not winging it and you know you're doing it intentionally, you're doing it with a goal in mind and you can then learn from what works and what doesn't and every time you'll become better and better at it. Yeah, so I mean, I always had the goal in mind and because I was a very busy person, I actually planned very far out. The staff didn't know that. I, I just had my agenda ready to go. But it was because I was so busy. And yes, the goal was, you know, this was the event or this was the holiday and this is what we're going to do about it. But I already knew what that was. That You know, I planned out my year. That's what I always did. And of course, I adjusted if I needed to. But right. um, But when I look at today and how strategies you can do is you don't need to plan that far out but that was no. I'll be honest that's why I I had to be that far ahead in my world because I had very young kids at the time I had you know I remember at the time 12 or 15 staff members like you know running this and you know I was my marketing person mm -hmm. I was my HR person <laughs> I was you know I wore a lot of hats and I think most people aren't prone to being super organized like that. So what you were presenting today, you came up with this plan or idea. Yeah. Um, How to simplify it, right? So simplified. Yeah. Right. So and realistic. I think it's attainable. It is. Like, and I said, you got to be like I like we just talked about that. Okay, how is your lifestyle? How much time do you need? Mm -hmm. I think there's a minimum time frame on this, on these things. And from some of the, you know, workshops and courses I've taken, and I think, you know, probably more so than I do, that's your expertise. But I think a minimum of three months out is, is a really great idea because things change Yeah, partway through anything can happen. Economy can change. Like there's a lot of things that can, your, your staff changes, you change something happened in your personal life. So when you have enough time, you can deal with the the bumps on the road if you wish yeah. on how to re-strategize or how to do this or what needs to change to make it happen you know so yeah and when you're talking three months to it's really three months out is an internal it's your planning this is not what you're right. sharing with your yeah no, this is or... you yourself as the, exactly exactly yeah. yeah so all right um yeah so like if you think um you have three months and our, what our next holiday out ahead of us, let's pick Black Friday, for example. It's not okay. three months away. It's a little short than that, but, but it gives you an idea. So just pick a holiday, whatever the, that date is, and focus on that. So you've established what date that is, right? That's the big mm -hmm. one. If you have staff, you need to have a staff meeting. 
And you want to have a staff meeting because your staff can be involved. And this, again, brings in that team building, but they will have ideas. And it doesn't mean that you're going to implement them all. Just take it down, write it down, you know, ask them, okay, what's the goal behind that? What's the plan? How do you foresee that? What do you, what's the feature? What do you guys think we should do this day? Mm -hmm. You know, and don't shut them down. Just write it down. So I'm not making decisions today. I'm just going to put it all together. I'm going to share my thoughts of what I see and they mm -hmm. might bounce off of that thought that you have. So you start, you know, projecting and working with your team is a big one. Like if a brainstorming session. Yeah. Brainstorming session. Exactly. Or maybe it's yourself and your brainstorming session. Right. You could be a solo owner. <laughs> You're still brainstorming, right? Okay. And around that, is there supplies that you need? Like what's the strategy behind it? If it's a gift bag winning, well, you need to get the things organized. So make a list. Doesn't mean you need to go buy it. Mm -hmm. I need to go stop at the dollar store and I'm going to pick this up or you're going bigger and, and brighter and you need to go get your logo put on things. Like, I don't know, whatever it is, you've got, you have time to start planning. Is that feasible to do these things? Right. So really looking at that. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I think too, is that if you, if you have suppliers that you are close with, talk with them, they might have, they might know something that's coming up. Oh, actually, you know, there's a promotion coming. You could tie that in. It's like, oh, that's perfect. I didn't know there was going to be a, this gift with purchase or this whatever. So reach out to your suppliers because sometimes because they're planning too. And you mm -hmm. might just kill, as they say, I hate to say that saying, I won't say it, but you know, two things at once. Yeah. And then advertising. What does that look like? How are you going to target this? Is it, well, old school mail out? Is it an email? Is it a text message? Is it social media? Like what's your strategies and how do you see this happening? So you just write it. This is about planning and writing down, right? Seeing what's feasible. Then you have time now to process everything, you know, and yeah. And then two months into this, and this is all it. Sorry, before, you, before you get to that on the advertising, I think, um, Picking more than one is really important, not just relying on one. So if you are leaning towards social media, pick another one, you know, do an in-person, do a, a poster at, on, in your treatment room, whatever it is. That's, that's what I meant by what is all of the ideas. Can't yeah. Not just one. Pick you more than think of everything, right? It's like I kind of sum that into the idea of it. How yeah. do you think you will advertise? Exactly. Right? And everyone thinks, oh, I'm going to boost my Facebook ad. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, okay, there's Facebook. What else is there? How else can I do this? Yeah. Pushing that. Yeah. Yeah. Think bigger. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Definitely. There's a few avenues, but at least the thought is there now because mm -hmm. you still might change this and go, oh yeah, you know, I never thought about a TikTok video or like there's a lot of ways, but it's just getting the brain going, that brainstorming, whether you're with others or, you know, by yourself. Mm -hmm. And then month two, if you do have staff this year, you're going to follow up and confirm the plan. In the end, it's your boat. You got to make it float. Mm -hmm. So it's still yours. So you still have to figure out what's going on. Could you implement any of the staff? If you didn't just say, you know what? I love that idea about giveaway but you know what I think I'm going to strategize that into the next one mm -hmm. right and make sure you follow up with that by the way if you do it 
Yeah. You could just throw that in there. Gift bag winning for this month. If you like us on social, like, you know, there's ways to still take their idea, but maybe it wasn't quite where you were really trying to go with this. Cause again, I'm sure you probably have an idea what you wanted out of this whole thing. Right. Exactly. But follow up with them and then talk about the plan. How does it look? What's, what does that look like for the next, this next month, what they're going to do. So if you need, it's a new product you're launching as your big thing for that day. I don't know. New service. It could even be that an add-on service. How does this protocol look? So everybody knows, including your front desk staff, including a hairstylist that's not even involved in it, whatever it may be, make sure everybody's on board so they understand what's the protocol of what's happening with this, whether it's a product, a service, you know, everyone needs to know what's going on. Super. Yeah. Yeah. The worst case is when they say, oh, I saw the ad that's on social media within there. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's even (laughs) if they are renting a room or a chair rental, do yourself a favor and make sure everybody knows that maybe that you can't do a staff meeting per se, you're solo, you're renting a room, then ask the hairstyle, do you have time for a quick coffee? I just want to let you know what I'm doing. So if you get any questions, you can refer them to me, but at least you, right, you, cross you kind of know what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a big one too, to, to look at who, who are the people around you, right? Who's the team, whether it's staff, coworkers, co-contractors, right? I think that's a, a big that's one. Awesome. Yeah. And ensure you're on target with your timing. Does this look like you can manage this? Will this actually happen? Mm-hmm. It, you know, start out small when you're doing these things. So they're tangible goals that you can do. Don't go big. You know, if you're doing like an in-house open house thing, it's more than three months of planning. <laughs> Yeah. But if it's a feature and you're just getting your feet wet on this idea of planning, then start with that and keep your template. That's another Mm -hmm. tip that I can give you. Keep your template, how it worked. Because when you go back to look at it, you might go, yeah, you know what? That didn't work the way I thought it would. So that's another one that at the end I was going to talk about. What about promotion, right? And keeping, yeah, like uh, documenting everything you do so that you can, Mm -hmm. if you like it, you can recreate it and not try to think when did I do this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So keep that documented for sure. Um, so now you're going to organize that advertising that you're doing that word, that word of mouth, how are you mm-hmm. getting it out there? What does that look like? As you touched on the social medias, I'm pluralizing. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Is it an email template in house? How are you going to show the visual of this as well? You yeah. should have that kind of already planned out. Now it's like really putting this together. You have your templates set up because we talked about in month three, be consistent with your templates. I know you mm. love that. <laughs> Everything should be the same, yeah. including the email, whatever the little parts of it should look the same. So keep your template. I feel like what I hear you saying is three months out, you're planning two months out, you're executing, you're putting that plan into motion so that when you, we get to the one month out, you're ready. Exactly. Because you want to give notice of what's coming. The first one a month out is your staff. And that's when you bring your staff together or your team or the contractors, whatever. And you might have to do those ones individually, but just talk to them again, make sure they understand everyone's on board. If you have staff, do you now need to implement some actual training, some protocols or steps to what's happening? It 
I mean, unless there's something specific, then we can get into the nitty gritty of how to do this, but you just want to have an idea what's left. So everybody knows what's going on. Everyone knows the process or the protocols of how this is going to go. And then it's organization comes out really well when you are, it mm -hmm. just seems like it's a well run ship, you know, yeah. there's going to be hiccups, be prepared. Absolutely. There'll be hiccups. It wouldn't be if it wasn't that case. It's just kind of part of it, but you're, you've, you have enough of an understanding of what's happening that you probably have an answer for it right away. That's another thing to keep in mind. So don't panic if there's um, hiccups. So at this you have point, time. Yes. In the time. Yeah. I'd post the visual inside mm -hmm. your treatment room. If that's what you have, if it's outside and you have the, it's a whole spa, it's yours or whatever it may be. Do you have a place that you can put it up? Can you, depending on the stylist you work with or the other rooms that are rented out or who you're working with, because studios are big now, right? You're dealing with other people. You could have a tattoo artist down the hall. Can you put a nice little framed thing? Where do you need to put the visuals? What are the potentials of where you can put it? If it's your own place, do not post them everywhere. <laughs> Sometimes I've seen it where it's at the, it's at the door when they come in, it's at the front desk, it's in the bathroom, <laughs> it's down the hall. It's just like, whoa, it looks like balloons Yeah, everywhere, right? And that's what happens when they see a balloon, they're just going to, oh, it's just a balloon, it's another balloon. They're not even going to look that you did a different color or something yeah. different. They're yeah. just going to see it's the same thing. So just be mindful of that visual. Simplicity is sometimes I think better, but you might have a better take on that too, right? No, I agree with you. I think your, your high traffic areas, you want to have it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think in documentation, like everything, when it comes to advertising, it's, you have to test it to see what works. Cause what works for one person might not work for the other. So I would say, make a note of where you put your signs and see how it was received. Next time you do another special, maybe change something and see if there's a difference that it's in person online, those strategies you it's a what's it called are you you test it you have to test out and see what works best for you your audience your yeah your and 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 if this is your first time trying this then definitely you need to I always followed up after but that's what we're going to talk about a little yeah. bit afterwards but I think too is you could even you're posting your visual let's say at that main busy area that's definitely where the information will lie the details to what it is. Let's just say it's that way. But maybe in the washroom, you have a post saying, have you seen what's coming for Black Friday or Black yeah. Friday is coming? You know, love posts. In the you know, there's little things like that. You can do the carrot idea. Yeah. So that's great. Oh, about. Right. So you're not putting the same poster, that same visual up everywhere. Like think about it just a little bit as that little carrot. Right. And even I think on social media is another aspect of that is you build that suspension, like that suspense and excitement. And, and I think that's part of the strategies behind when you set up your social media, I think that's something you've mentioned a few times mm -hmm. through our conversations, right. And then still have what's coming. Cause you still, I still need to know what's happening on that date, especially cause if it's a one day thing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I knew people who wrote it down or put it on their phone when there was something happening. So, and that's like, with so like with dangling the carrot or whatever, with social media, you can, your first post can be a save the date. 
you know, yeah. we're happy. We have specials coming. Make sure you check in with us on if it was Black Friday, whatever the date of that. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, your next post about it can be a little bit more explanatory, a little bit more information. Mm -hmm. You're at that, then after that, a little bit more information. So every time you're giving a little bit of information and enough to entice that return to get more information. Right. And then exactly. within like maybe you're two week out, then you're banging out your info hard on exactly. all the details and following up with it. Right. Yeah. And and you have to look at there's clients that don't come in every month that don't come in for three months. They didn't even know this was going to be beginning. Exactly. Right. So you have to think about who hasn't been in, who may come in just for that day, whatever that promotion may be for Black Friday, for example. Right. So it's it would run a little different if you had the November as your Black Friday month promotion. Again, this changes slightly for sure. But if it's a one day, you really need to make sure you're targeting because it's a one day. So get that information out there and think about the clients that don't come in. Right? Yeah. And that's, that's why it's good to have that. Like we talked about the multi multiple modes of promoting it because that client might not come in. So they're not going to see the in-person. They might miss it depending how the algorithm is on social post. Yeah. So you could send a newsletter, your email contact and emailing, maybe you're reserved in your emailing so that when you do email, it's for those really promotional, like important things where you're yeah. really offering value to your, to your clients. That's the, that's the one that was last on this list was one month out. I would send an email at the beginning of the month yeah, and then a week before, and then maybe a day before reminder yeah, kind of idea, just spreading it out and let them know what's coming. And it could still be like a teaser idea, save the date. Exactly. Right. Yeah. At the beginning of the month. And then, you know, a little bit more in or tell them, save the date because you will be saving yeah, or whatever, build the excitement. If you want to tell them what it is, you can two weeks out. No, no harm because people are like, why would I save the date? Yeah. What am I saving? Yeah. You have to give enough info to, 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 to have that appeal. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, nothing's wrong with giving it all out at the month, month mark. That's okay too, exactly. but do send out a, a friendly, quick reminder a week before and then the day before at least and if I can't remember what for example if that falls on if it's a different holiday and it falls on a Monday right but you know most of your clients are Tuesday through Saturday but you're hosting something Monday or Black Friday weekend special right mm -hmm. and they're not going to be able to see you Sunday because you're closed so think of the dates too of right. how you're doing these things right yeah yeah, that's one of the things that I, I kind of did. And the big thing after is after it was done, I sat down and I went from the beginning of three months out and said, okay, what did I do then? Did that work? Because then I made notes of what happened in month two. Mm -hmm. Could I push that to month three? Would it have been better, for example? So I really did strategize and, and hone in on, on it to make it better every time. I think that, and that you can apply that to your social media and your newsletter. So you can look at your analytics for your posts that you did for your specials, right. see which ones performed better than the others. Why? So was it a type of post? So was it a reel that did better than a post? Or maybe you had a carousel and that did really well. Whatever it is, I would go back and 
do an analysis of your, your social media for that special. So that might be a little bit more manual work than actually relying on the analytics that each platform mm -hmm. provide for you because you want to pull out that special, yeah. those specific posts. And then with your newsletter, what was your open rate? What was the click rate? What's working? What's not? So everything can be looked at to yeah. Exactly. Like effectiveness. if you're using MailChimp, the free, it's still there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Even though many of these things are just limiting you on how many people you can have and how many you can send out, but you can still get your analytics from it. Yeah. Another thing I actually used to do is follow up with staff because I had staff. If you're doing, and I included my contractors in this, this is why I mentioned it before, massage therapists, like, and how did you find it? Did you get any questions I should be aware of? How did you feel about this? I'd really like your input on that. Mm -hmm. You will learn from everybody. I picked the top, you know, five, 10 clients, depending on how big this promotion thing was and how many clients it affected. So if it only affected, you know, 10 clients, and I mean, positively negative, however you want to look at it. And I just plucked out a couple and I made a phone call hard cold call or I saw when they were coming in the booking system next and I say hey do you have a second to chat mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk to you about you know last month I noticed that you purchased the product or how did it go what did you think what did you think about when did you first notice the advertising how did you mm -hmm. hear about it like ask them how they found out oh my massage therapist told me actually right so you want to know how they found out that's invaluable market research because really your goal is to reach your clients. So how do you know it worked? Talk to your clients and ask. Absolutely. Oh, so I love, that's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that, well, that's, they're the ones that helped me build my business. And, my and that's the sure. one that takes the most work intentionally, you know, reaching out and connecting with them, but mm -hmm. it serves two things. It serves to give you feedback for your marketing strategies. And it also serves to make your clients feel like their voice matters and that they're being heard in what yeah. they are feeling and sharing with you. Right. Because in the end, why are you doing this? Exactly. This? Isn't it for your client and you love what you do? Probably. I would hope so. Mm -hmm. But it's really about the clients you're building, the relationships you build. I mean, some people ask me, what's the biggest thing you miss about your spa? And I said, it's the clients. I don't know what they're up to anymore. I don't know how they're doing. And, you know, it's, it's all those things, right? It's like, because I really did build a lot of relationships with them. I didn't have them as friends because I, some, somewhere I would say my client friends for sure. But that was years and years and years and years and years and years and years of it but still I, I don't know when, where majority of them are what they're doing how they're doing unless I run into them or I run into someone else but yeah that's I think that's the big part but mm. you know if you care about people that's the one side of it that they, they will tell you absolutely and the, and the more trusting that relationship is the more they're going to tell you uh, and recognizing that they're being valued for their opinion, then they're more likely to be more honest and open with their opinion too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it might actually serve you because they would probably approach you with something. If you didn't ask if there was something of concern, they know you're, you're open and willing to, to listen. 
Mm. It's it's I've endless positive feedback all, on all of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean that's this is just a general idea because I do have people. How do you even begin? What do you do? You know, right now we're say it's October. <laughs> if you have not figured out Christmas yet, get on it. <laughs> yeah, you're behind. <laughs> However, just to give you an idea, I'm not, not to be discouraging it. though. I think yeah. that even in October, if you haven't done the three months, that's okay. You might have to shorten your, your time frame in terms of like planning might only be two weeks and then your execution might only be two weeks, but still try to yeah. implement it as much as you can, because it's mm -hmm. still going to be more beneficial than you two weeks before Christmas, trying to figure out what it is you want to do for Christmas. I think if you can lessen the stresses as a business owner yeah, or solo entrepreneur, whatever it is, you know, maybe you're the manager of the spa, like mm -hmm. it could be endless to what it is. So if you, if you find it overwhelming to have those things, then the farther out ahead you get on doing the preliminary, the better will be on you. Yeah. I have banged out last minute things within a month, mm -hmm. but I already had my strategies in place. So I knew exactly what I needed to do. So I think that's a big part of what you said, shorten the strategies, yeah. but make sure that because the last minute things, they don't, they don't work as well as they could. You know, I think, you, I think another uh, positive to pre-planning, and this might be, this isn't something that we've touched on before, and it could be its own episode, but when you're doing marketing to be conscious of being inclusive in your marketing. So not just looking at major holidays uh, like Christmas, but what other holidays do your clients celebrate? Can you recognize those holidays? So I would be a little bit more intentional when you're planning to make sure that you are inclusive for who are your clients, for who your clients are and what it is that they are going to be celebrating. And only you can only do that with planning. Right. And actually, you know, talking about that is interesting because I had, when I was living in Vancouver, I did work for someone, but because I was the only esthetician and ran the esthetician side of it, her and I would go back and forth. And electrolysis was a big component of that business at that time. Being me being there is what brought the aesthetic side of it in. That's where that happened. Long story short, but we had a big clientele of East Indian and, and the different Asian parts of the world, if you, if you wish, because then if my sister went, that sister went, cousin went, sister, the aunt, the, like it word of mouth went out. Right. So then we looked at what's going on in their worlds as well. And we did do that. Then we looked at mm -hmm. the different things that would happen. Like, or another one is, you know, in the Muslim community, when do they do their fasting? When are they, they like, you have to understand who your clients are. Right. And what's going on in their world. So you're right. Being inclusive to everything around you and who your clients are is really important. And there's, and that, there's that a lot of areas from, now. Totally. And that can come from just conversations that you have with your clients. Maybe it's your, if you have, if you're just by yourself, but if you have staff then asking your staff, what, what are your clients celebrating? Like having that intentionality behind it, then your staff would know to come to you and be like, yeah. I, my client celebrates this holiday whatever it is, yeah. it's something that you can build up to. For sure. Like I did that with clients that I knew Ramadan was coming. 
Exactly. I didn't know the date. I said, oh, can you refresh my memory? When is that this year? Ah, no more or less the date. Because of course, the, they don't know the date right away. Uh, if you know more about, right. But again, you have an idea it's coming. It's like, oh, and how does that look for you? Like, how does that change your life this year? Yeah. I have a tip. Oh, yeah. Google Calendar. You can actually set up different holidays on on Google Calendar. So if you have Google Calendar, you can go in and set up holidays for, oh, I think there's like, well, there's like Christian holidays, right? Islam holidays. So the different holidays based on different religions and faiths. And then you can have it in your calendar. So you're aware of what's coming. And then you can maybe ask your clients or right. staff. Well, you look at New Year's. Everyone has a different aspect of their new year celebration exactly. yeah right so that's so, all, google yeah. can do it for you that's <laughs> awesome great idea so <laughs> when you're planning out your 2024 start with your google calendar start with your google calendar <laughs> and don't get overwhelmed you don't have to do it all pick exactly. the top three you know if and if you feel you can take on more then then go ahead right but you know, if you want to look at the next six months out, like the January to June segment and start looking at what does that look like and make a de target dates of when you would start considering these things. Right. But doing, I it think that doesn't happen overnight. No. And it's unrealistic to actually target every holiday. Cause I have built out the inclusive calendars for different organizations and there's something every day, basically. So I would say being <laughs> recognizing that there are holidays coming up and then recognizing and understanding your client base so that you're able to connect. So you really are serving your clients and knowing your clients, then knowing the holidays that they would celebrate Absolutely. and you link those two together. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Mm -hmm. Some great tips for pre-planning. And as always, you know, if any of our listeners have something that they've used that's worked for them, let us know. We have our email in the description and we are always available to chat on social media, on Instagram, it's at Beauty Cult Canada and on Facebook as well. Awesome. Thanks, Doreen. Nice chatting with you today. And we'll hopefully hear from our viewers and listeners soon. <laughs> exactly. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Beauty Babble. 